The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, six rings in football things rolls on with Andy's observations from OTAs, May 31st, 2023. Uh, the next organized team activities, Andy, where the media is available will be next week, correct? Yes, I believe Tuesday. Let me double check. I have the Tuesday, schedule right. June 6th. Tuesday, of course, June 6th. One day, two days overall were lost. One was last week. That's why there's no media reporting that we were able to bring to you last week here on Six Rings and Football Things. But... It was a very, it was a, uh, it was a productive day. I saw a lot of the familiar faces, as some call it, the Pats Media Cartel. You were down there, our new Pats beat reporter, Mike Cadlick, who joined us on Six Rings the other day, filed his first report from OTAs, which was very exciting. I mean, we're feeling good, Pats are feeling good, the fans are feeling good. All right, so tell me about some of the things that I saw uh, through Twitter, through the socials, in reading recaps, a couple of quick videos, or however much. Uh, uh, you know, uh, footage you are allowed to disseminate from the field. I saw receivers, uh, like for example, I saw Kendrick Bourne in action, Tyquan Thornton. There was a lot of excitement. I think I read from Mike Cadlick, even Tyquan Thornton, they're going to use the hell out of him this season. Looked like he beefed up a little bit. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay, so tell uh, breaks. So who popped, who didn't, and, uh, who'd you see down there yesterday and who caught, who caught your good eye? So Tyquan Thornton popped. Tyquan Thornton looked good, um, very active, uh, very much a part of sort of a Devontae Parker, Kendrick Bourne mix. Um, now, Juju Smith-Schuster was not there, so that plays into that dynamic, but caught the ball well, looked explosive. But I would say he also had a really good training camp last summer, so let's pump the brakes on putting him in Canton, as uh, Bill Parcells might say, but looked good. If for first days or like, you know, you had a little um, buyer's remorse during the season last year as a second round pick, he bounced back That's from good. that good start. Kendrick Bourne the out there getting reps again. Actually, you know what? We saw so little of Kendrick Bourne, period, last season. We don't know exactly when it was that he entered into the Patricia's doghouse uh, to the reverse engineered pen, uh, prison. In case anybody's watching online, my allergies yeah. kicked in. Ah, that's what that's what that's all about. Oh, that's the worst. Well, allergy season's here as well. There's been bad. There's also. I'm gonna go I, grab I a will. tissue. There's while been you bad. Set up the next there's part been of this bad segment. overall weather quality as well. Air quality in New England as well recently because of those Nova Scotia, Nova Scotia. What was the Nova Scotia fires? It, it smelled like there were hot air and uh, 
a, a distinct sense of things burning plastic in the air as well. Uh, who knows what catches up to you. So anyway, Andy had to go retrieve a tissue to, he was, you know what it was? It's not that Andy's allergies are acting up. Uh, Andy was just so moved by uh, all the things he saw at OTAs on Wednesday that he was kind of breaking up a little bit there. He's so happy about what he's seeing down in Foxborough now with the receivers and Mac Jones and everything else. Uh, I was very excited to see now, granted a lot is going to be made of a little when these little 10 second clips of wide receivers in action in Foxborough, wearing no pads, basically running against no cornerbacks are popping all over the place. But there was Kendrick Bourne. There was Tyquan Thornton, who spoke to the media, said he did put on some weight this offseason. He bulked up his frame. Who knows if he has still the thinnest wrists in the NFL. Uh, okay, went from big enough. Maybe there's twig. a little sturdiness. He had a, packed a little meat on the uh, on the bones, bulked up that frame. We also had Devontae Parker. Uh, I saw my first. I saw Demario Douglas. I saw Kayshawn Boutte. And I even saw... Malik Cunningham, quarterback from Louisville, who was signed as an undrafted free agent at first, running with the receivers. Come on, tell me more, tell me more. Feed that fandom. Get this hype train rolling, baby. Yep. So he's definitely an athlete, no nice. question. Uh, he was with the receivers. Did move to the quarterbacks mm -hmm. a little bit late in practice um, where they do mm -hmm. opportunity reps, they call them, after they did the conditioning on the hill in like the last 10 minutes of practice, guys who didn't get as many reps. That's actually where we saw the, mm -hmm. the most of Booty as well. Um, he was not a significant part of the practice. There was a lot of guys that actually kind of partially participated, were down on the lower field during doing some of those, mm -hmm. you're coming back from something, conditioning, rehab, whatever. Um, that is, so I would, Demario Douglas was more active. He definitely is a quick um slot type like you can see it immediately in shorts and t-shirts his quickness and his elusiveness um so I, that he is he he intrigues me i i would put him on mm. top of that list right now of that next tier of somebody's vying for that fifth wide receiver spot um booty we'll see how that plays out cunningham there's going to be a transition here to see what he is but douglas i would put at the the top of that list of that next tier trying to vie for a roster spot um but, you know, they're out there. They're and, you know, they're, right. this is that's what this is. That's where this process starts, especially mm -hmm. for Cunningham to become a receiver, going through those wide receiver drills with Troy Brown and learning the fine tuned aspects of yeah. route running. And, you know, he's an athlete. Mm -hmm. He'll have the athleticism to do it. The question is, and as a quarterback, the mental part mm -hmm should be there like the routes and the the, the who better to understand how to transition into a wide receiver than the person who used to right. who throws the ball to said receivers but does he have the attention to detail and the and the, the mechanics of you no know, the out is run you know you get to 11 yards and you come back to nine and i need you on nine mm -hmm. it can't be 10 and it can't be eight can he do that physically on the fly with corners in his face, that kind of thing. Um, so I think the biggest takeaway after my uh, lesson of don't leave the window open when we record during allergy <laughs> season um, is, is the attendance mm -hmm. was definitely sort of spotty. And the, what we talked about in the first segment, the bill saying there's no stars and starters. That's particularly true when people like Christian Gonzalez, Juju Smith-Schuster, Andre yep. Stevenson yeah. aren't on the field. Matthew Judon, um, he's the one guy that actually doesn't bother me because if there is a mm -hmm. star on this team, it's Matthew Judon. And if there's a guy that has proven 
really now for four or five straight years going back to Baltimore. You know what mm-hmm. you're going to get from him. You know who he is. Um, yeah, yeah take save the energy because he gets gassed um, frequently, or he has to do so much that by Thanksgiving to yep. the end, end of the season, yep. those legs get a little tired. Plus, all the off season, yep. like you know, he's defending the wall. He's working as the assistant general manager of the Patriots, trying to recruit. Hey, hey, he's, well, he's terrific at all it. that. So, cla- I would say, I would say his clapback is still his clapback game <clears throat> is top shelf as well. We haven't made much also about. We've talked about clean slate season. <clears throat> excuse me, and. We, uh, I heard from one and many that also like the nice thing is last year you got Patricia, you got judge, you got confusion this year. You have organization, you have definitive direction because Bill O'Brien's in charge. And that's that. Could you hear you O'Brien's voice over everything? Like, Oh, absolutely. And it, it's not a, um, I didn't think he was overly demonstrative or loud or Mm -hmm. because I don't think he needs to be. I'm always a big believer, and this is ironic coming from me, that the loudest guy isn't necessarily the most knowledgeable Mm -hmm. or reliable guy. Like, Joe Judge is very loud, Mm -hmm. drops a lot of F-bombs. I always thought it was was trying too hard, Mm quote-unquote, like the bully. The hardo, yeah. Nope. The guy you really fear is the the quiet guy in the Mm -hmm. corner just has a look to him. You're like, okay, I'm going to leave him alone because he looks like he could kick my ass and he's not like showing off and flexing or doing anything like that. I think that's who Bill O'Brien is. He's He wears like these, they're like Santa Claus readers when he's going over his list and checking it twice. Like he's just, he's the he's what he is. The knowledgeable, experienced, been around the block, been in every job you can think of, not going to get fired up on May 31st and start screaming and yelling. Like he's been there, done that. So it was obvious, but not in a, F and he will drop f bombs. Don't get me wrong. We know he's yeah. the teapot. We know he will explode at some point. I just think he knows May thirty first is not the time for that. It's not necessary. It's it. It'd be fake. It'd be yeah. These aren't much open practices kind of in late July or early so, August, but still earmuffs for the kids if they're going to make it down to OTAs. Oh yeah, occasionally if you're close enough, you may hear things that you have to explain to them. And although heard it to all. be honest, in this day and age, the kid's going to hear it They've really soon it. on social media or in his online gaming chat or whatever. So, um, but yeah, that was definitely the main takeaway was was his mm-hmm. competency. The word that c word we keep using as you start the competition, the competency that he brings to the process for Mac Jones. Um, I will say, I didn't think, you know, I read different reports mm-hmm. on this as you kind of skim the, I did not think Bailey Zappi threw the ball overly well. Trace McSorley stinks. <laughs> Can we um, officially say I, here I, at the 29-minute sure mark of six rings following the first media veil at OTAs 2023 that Trace McSorley will not be, ch- if, it's an, if it is indeed an open competition at quarterback, QB one for the New England Patriots. Trace McSorley has seen his opportunity. That no chance. He stinks, right? No chance. Yes. Um, well, first of all, I was checking the, the they list him at six foot two oh two. He looked like the freshman who the varsity coach said, Yeah, sure, come take a couple reps, get under center with the with the varsity offensive line. Like he just looked small. He looked undersized and out of place. Slow in terms of his read. Yeah. And like throwing the ball behind people, just ugliness. <clears throat> I thought Bailey Zappi, he threw, so there were mm-hmm. a handful of interceptions. He had a couple, didn't he? Some bad throws, some deflected ball. He did, and he threw one that I saw some people say, oh, it was a tough luck. He threw it to uh, 
what's his name? Raleigh Webb, mm-hmm. number uh, 44, um, who's kind of a special teamer. So that's part of the problem there. You throw into a guy that's not really a pass catcher, but he threw it way behind him. It deflected off his hands. Jalen mm-hmm. Mills pick. It was a bad throw. Um, so like, I didn't think Bailey Zappi stood out for the positive. I thought anyone who believed that there is any sort of open competition, I thought day one, there was, there was an NFL quarterback on the field. His name was Mac Jones. He wore number 10. And then there were other guys throwing the football. I thought there was a huge drop off. And I, I actually think that's a, not a good thing. Yes, it is. Now for all the zappy hour people like, oh, he's better. Max, better. I, 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 it still blows my mind that there are people, if you want to say that Mac is mid, if you want to roll with a lot of the offseason rankings, you know, Chris Sims says he's 20 pro football focus has Mac Jones right now, 21st quarterback in the NFL. That's about what that's fair. That's maybe that's what fair. he's earned. That still means he is in the top two thirds of NFL starting quarterbacks. He's this guy doesn't suck last year was, and this is why a day like yesterday it's a purging, if anything else. Like, it, it, in addition to actually seeing some of these guys out there for the first time and running a quick temperature check on some of the speed, the talents, the size, et cetera, this is more just about like expunging the awful of last year and turning the page. That's why, if anything else, it's not about the winds blowing down from Nova Scotia. It's about it's about a sigh of relief in Pat's Nation. Like, oh, okay, God. They got their act together. Mac looks good again. I can go back to how I felt prior to last year's reverse engineered offensive disaster and start building a little momentum again for the fans, which is a great thing. Um, okay, so let's fire through. Yeah, some quick, I, uh, I want to get to that. And then I want to uh, talk real quick about Dante Skarnecchia and then we'll wrap with Matthew Slater. So uh, Andy's notebook, everybody. So uh, mm-hmm. Marte Mapu in a red non-contact jersey coming off that torn peck in the pre-draft process. Uh, early on in practice, uh, he not, not only was he there, he was lined up next to Jawan Bentley. And when you're lined up next to Jawan Bentley, it means you're lining up with the guy who had 125 tackles last year and was the centerpiece of the second level of the defense. So he is on track if he can handle his business. To me, he's on track to have a role, to, to not be a – background you know fill in like I think they have visions of him being a guy who gets on the field and is part of packages for this football team early in his career and by early in his career I mean September now he's got to earn it like he's going to be given every opportunity but he still has to earn it so I think that's something interesting Um, so that's a positive on the negative side uh, well Miles Bryant was back deep catching punts or I should say trying to catch punts because he dropped I'm pretty sure his first one typical you know Miles Bryant is ready to do Miles Bryant things um uh, Devin McCourty in the was house. on hand um on the sideline D-Mac mm-hmm. was in the house getting hugs and everything from uh his former teammates and so you never know maybe he'll maybe he'll have a change of heart come November I, if they need I, a little I, depth I don't think of so. safety I, I would not no, want to leave the so. comfortable confines of no, the national no. broadcasting company and Sunday Night Football to get back into the Foxborough Fury. No, thanks. Yeah, he uh, he already works Sundays, and he's probably making good money, and no one tries nope. to kill nope. him he actually, or he can, him. Nope, or he can wake up Monday morning without a headache or saying, like, wow, my legs help. Mm-hmm. Uh, things that only I care about, um, but they have some new – I'm always observing new drills, new equipment, yep. new things they're using as part of practice. And two things that stuck out, stuck out new this year. One – 
You've seen them, the sleds that they use at a lot of gyms for pulling, like you strap mm-hmm. into it, they put a couple 45-pound yeah. plates on a sled, and then you run. Those are on the practice fields. They use those. But then they also have a, I guess you'd call a me- mechanical version. There's a thing tethered to the goalpost where they strap it on, and it, and it control. they run, and it feeds mm-hmm. through like a, a tube. And as you know, clearly adding some resistance as they run down the field and they have to run whatever it is, the 40 yards of rope out of the machine. So that stuck out to me as uh, interesting as they work on their conditioning and preparation and running uh, to get ready for the season. And they did a lot of conditioning at the end of practice past Dante's Inferno on the hill over there that they've had built for conditioning. They were there for a good 12 to 15 minute segment, just doing hill after hill after hill. So, um, they're going to get in shape. I don't know how good they are as a football team, but they now, should be in decent shape. Uh, for those shape. who think that, okay, it's a slap and tickle, you get to see some of the new guys, some of the veterans are showing up for the first time. This doesn't matter. They don't wear pads. It's 11 on 11, 7 on 7s. There's no real run blocking, no contact. What is the point of OTAs? As a matter of fact, uh, on Wednesday's Gresham Fourier show, Christian Fourier himself was saying uh, – that OTAs are pretty much useless and they're kind of a waste of time. Moments later, the living legend himself, recent guest as well of Six Rings and Football Things, Dante Scarnecchia, calls into the show, calls WEEI, because he said he was driving home from the hardware store. He heard Christian saying that, uh, as he often does, he said he always has the WEEI on when he's in the car, heard Christian talking and wanted to call in so that people understood there is legitimate value in OTAs and to dispel the myths and rumors, the nonsense that Christian was spewing out, talking about how valuable the time is for offensive line coaches to work with the guys, working some pass pro techniques, working some situational awareness. They obviously can't do any run blocking, but they talk about blitz pickups and just all the little things. And it was like such a nice little bit of serious football guy nuggets and hardo football talk as well. And it's also kind of fun to watch Christian squirm and get put back in his place. So if you don't follow him at Gresham Fourier, give a watch and listen to that as well. And of course you can subscribe to their podcast. You seem to take away Andy that OTAs are great, but let's, you know, the season is not going to be won or lost on May 31st. No. And it's good because you know, you lost a pair of OTAs. So if, if you believe they're super valuable, then it's super bad. And that you best you left, damn make the most you of lost this, yeah. two of them. Um, and I'm, I'm in the middle somewhere. I agree with Scar. They are valuable, especially for him who continuity, five men doing the exact same thing mm-hmm. on the exact same moment is important. And I think you do start that process. It's almost like, you know, my kids have gotten into theater and the, the blocking, I think they call it the very early stages mm-hmm. of the play. Like, you can't get to the actual performance without that. It oh, seems no. meaningless. It seems repetitive, but oh, it's you gotta, part you gotta of the do, process, you gotta do right? read throughs. You gotta sit you there at the. You, that, have, you have to have table reads. You have right. to have breakouts. Yeah. And Christian would say, "Ah, screw it. Let's just do it live." And it would exactly. be a terrible play if Christian were the director. So, like, it's part of the process. Like, it, it has to go that way. Um, now, I will say there was the the, the offensive mm-hmm. line is interesting. No on Wenu, mm-hmm. no Trent Brown out there. So, like, if you if you're worried about the offensive line and Adrian Clem and getting his foundation built in OTAs, there's a little bit of mild concern there. Um, I'm not as worried about the defensive line where no Barmore, yep. no guy, fine. no Godchild. Like those guys aren't out there. 
I'm not really worried about that. I would prefer the offensive line were out there working in tandem, laying the foundation, like Scar said. And I would prefer Juju Smith-Schuster mm-hmm. out there to learn the offense, get reps in, start that process. Well, for he did him, meet with the media a, a couple of weeks ago, so um, we, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I just. I bet you'll see these guys next week. I bet you'll see these guys next week. And Mac Jones talked about working with him and Mac Jones actually called him a football nerd like him. So they they're getting along really well. So like that process is good, but again, it's two hours to work on your craft and to get some reps and to go Mm -hmm. against a shell of a defense and, and start that. I'm with scar. Those reps can matter. Is it the difference between, you know, winning and losing in November? I don't know. It's it's, you can't measure it. You can't possibly know. But I do know it's better to have you out there. It's better to have you doing it yeah, why, than to why not, not have you doing it. Like that's, if we're all gonna, if there, we're gonna have a collective right. buy-in, if everyone is gonna like try to point the boat in the same direction and pick up an oar and make up for what last season was and get ready for an absolute dogfight in the AFC East this year, then being there for the May thirty-first blocking exercise or table read, if you will, does actually matter. Uh, and last but not least, let's. Uh, Turn our attention to Matthew Slater, surprisingly, who's back with the New England Patriots this year. We all thought he was maybe going to hang him up and call it a career. Nope. Needs at least one more kick at the special teams can. He spoke with the media on Wednesday from OTAs and offered some interesting words, most particularly about the new special teams rules that have come into vogue. The kickoff rule, where if you feel the ball and take a knee anywhere within the 25, mm-hmm. now you can just take it out to the 25. Uh, and... Uh, Matthew Slater said uh, he didn't believe that that rule was necessarily a player safety driven rule. He couldn't like, he, like he got into the whole Thursday night football thing. And as we, as we wrap up here, Andy, what did you think yep. of Matthew Slater's words on not buying into the NFL calling for player safety and uh, it, you know, buying into the idea that this is for the benefit of the players. Yeah. Awesome. Could not have been more informed. Impact. Like we shouldn't be surprised. This this is what Matthew Slater does. He's a really impressive leader, and he's a really mm-hmm. impressive speaker. Almost any topic, he can take the most sensitive of topics and address it in a way that is professional and accurate. And he did that with this. He talked about you know with his father Jackie. He's been around the NFL for forty plus years, and there's been plenty mm-hmm. of reasons to question whether the motives of ownership and leadership are truly aligned with the players, truly looking out for the players. And I agree with him. And he got into benefits and disability. And why is it so difficult after five years of retirement to get their health care and benefits? Exactly. Right. But even, Mm -hmm. even the recent stuff, the, Oh, we go to a 17 game season. Oh, we play Thursday night football. Oh, now Thursday night football is flexible. Like those do not align with you care about player safety. And he said, that what was it 99.9 percent of the kickoffs don't involve injuries like he had Mm -hmm. some data to to throw at you and you know he admit he started with Mm -hmm. and i give him yeah he's biased he Mm -hmm. his career is based on special he's he He even legitimately said as much and the patriots care a lot about special teams were embarrassed how bad they were last year the year before and invested heavily this offseason but he he basically to to don't pee on my head and tell me it's raining. Like he doesn't buy the crap that they're serving up um, in terms of player safety and why they're legislating kickoffs out of the game. Um, And it was really good. I would urge anyone who has any interest in the topic to go watch it. It was a long answer. It was a couple minutes long, which are are long in sort of these media sessions, but it was so honest and impassioned from a player's perspective. And, and I thought 
it was appreciated, probably wasn't appreciated by leadership in the league and ownership because they're like, damn it, that guy's really freaking good. He's making a lot of good too points bad, there. Too bad damn as well. It. But I'll tell you what, folks, I listened to the entire I listened to the entire speech from Slate as well. It was well over two minutes long. It was eloquent. It was impactful. It was honest. Yeah. And that is what leadership is all about. And that's exactly why guys like Matthew Slater, who still may not have his, quote, fastball on special teams, but is a damn good football player. That is why you have guys like that sticking around. So look at all the value that came from this. Just one day of organized team activities at the tail end of May. A tough month for Boston sports fans, but it's clean slate season. We have turned the page. and We appreciate you guys reading and playing along with us, whether you're listening on our very special Breaking Boston this morning or, of course, here on the Six Rings and Football Things podcast. Hart and I will have some sports radio for you over the weekend as well. We'll be back next week. We'll give you more insight and intel from the next round of optional organized team activities, OTAs, down in Foxborough as well. We'll have six rings and football things galore next week. As always, please rate, review, subscribe, and share. Give us a follow at Six Rings Pod at FitzyGFY at Jumbo Hart as well. This podcast can be found on whatever platform you choose to download and enjoy your awesome football pods. For producers Justin Turpin and Cooper Leonard, this is your old pal Nick Fitzy Stevens on behalf of Jumbo Hart and everyone in the WEI and Odyssey family saying thank you for listening to Six Rings and Football Things. Talk to you soon. Good day. God bless. And as always, go Pats. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.